Welcome to the Travel Tales Podcast. The winners are the, the people with the most stories. One of the great things about traveling is the people that you meet. I've slept in bus stations, like yeah. I've slept on people's floors. And it's already on fire, and then there's just a gigantic, huge explosion, like out of a Hollywood movie. It's not right or wrong, it's just different. We hired like 10 Chinese prostitutes to come be our audience. We were kidnapped by nuns in Puerto Rico. <laughs> not a good idea to be high when you're packing. You forget a lot of stuff. I got swine flu. By the time you've lived through it, it's just a good story. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Travel Tales Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Siegel. Thanks for listening. My guest today is Vera Camarena. Before we get to Vera, I have a few announcements. First and foremost, our website is TravelTalesPodcast.com. You can go there and see stories that I've written, stories that some of the guests have written. You can see photos of the guests. You can see links to their social media and our social media. And by that, of course, I mean Travel Tales Podcast on Instagram, Travel Tales Pod on Twitter, There's links to our Facebook page. You can follow us on all those platforms. There's links to Stitcher Radio and Apple Podcasts, and we're also on Spotify and wherever you get your podcasts. iHeartRadio, I know we're on there as well. So follow us on all those places and give us a good rating, please. I asked if you could do that. That would help us greatly because it boosts our presence and then helps more people find the show. So if you can throw us a few stars, maybe say a few nice things, I'd appreciate it. And speaking of saying nice things, you can write me at TravelTalesPodcast at gmail.com. That's TravelTalesPodcast at gmail.com. Vera Camarena. If you are a faithful listener to the show, and boy, I hope you are, you might remember Vera from when I interviewed her and her husband, Cam Camarena, way back in January. Their interview was uh, our first of the year of 2020. And what a year this has turned out to be, huh? Oh, boy. We were so innocent back then. Anyway, when I interviewed the couple, they were about to move to Portugal to open up a small hotel a couple hours south of Lisbon, out in the country. Vera is a native of Portugal, but also lived in New York for many years and lived in Brazil. But they were chucking it all Green Acres style. Yes, that's an old reference, but I'm using it anyway. And moving to the country and opening up a small boutique kind of retreat hotel. And then we all know what happened. COVID happened, and I was really worried for them because I couldn't think of a worse time to open a hotel than during a global pandemic. So I did a Zoom call with Vera to check in and see how things were going there. I follow her on Facebook and Instagram. If you want to follow along, you can follow them at Quinta, Q-U-I-N-T-A, Camarena, C-A-M-A-R-E-N-A. That's the name of their hotel. I reached out to her because I wanted to find out how things were going. And it was nice to hear that things had been moving along fine with the hotel, as fine as can be, considering they don't get visitors from the U.S. or Brazil or even, you know, of around Europe these days because of all the travel restrictions. But they are in business. And it was good to hear that in some ways the quarantine was kind of a blessing and that they could work on the hotel and get a lot of work done during lockdown. Because honestly, there was nothing else to do. (laughs) But if you listen, you also know that I've been getting some reports from around the world of how cities and places are handling the COVID-19 lockdown and travel restrictions and everything else. I've talked to my friend Rob in New York. I've talked to my friend Barbara in Italy. So now I wanted to get a report from Portugal and see how things were shaping up there. This was recorded back on October 6th. So the COVID reports and numbers may have changed since then, but there you go. But it was great to hear from her, and I'm bummed that I can't go visit right now because it seems like a great place to ride out some 
<laughs> lockdown. It seems like a really uh, beautiful place, and the pictures look amazing, and I can't wait to visit when all this opens up again. But for now, please enjoy my conversation with Vera Camarena, reporting from Portugal. Enjoy. So Vera, last time we talked, it was January, and you were out here, yeah, you and Cam, world. when I could talk to people in person. Remember those days? <laughs> Good times. I miss those. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you were going back to open up your hotel in Portugal. Yeah. Yeah. And at first, I thought you were crazy for opening up uh, during a pandemic. I felt so bad for you. But now I'm very jealous that you have this lovely <laughs> hotel in beautiful Portugal. Yeah. And you're not in America now. So what is the, what is the lockdown situation there? Uh, yeah, well, uh, I, I really feel so, so grateful that we have moved where we did. You know, initially the, the moving was planned in April and we just kind of last minute anticipated to come in February and it was the best decision ever. Uh, yeah, but well, you know, as I was telling you, so we arrived uh march portugal got into strict very strict lockdown cam's family and my family were here everyone got locked out without being able to get out of the property for two months so free labor (laughs) (laughs) renovations to do lots of gardening to do we changed the whole place so the only thing that was actually open in Portugal, like we kept like essential services and construction was actually considered an essential service. So every day we put our masks and go into Lisbon to get some construction material and give some projects for the whole family to work. And, you know, I've heard so many sad stories for people in lockdown and we can't really complain because we have nine acres of property, lots of open air we were keeping very busy so uh we were very very lucky and and, you know here we live in a very very small town Uh, there's a a lot of old very old people there's a very aged population so people were very conscious that there was a high risk so everyone was really using a mask and not going out just to buy groceries everyone really followed the instructions so we really didn't felt it that bad. And yeah, anyway, all the reservations were obviously canceled. Everything, all the work that we have done, all the, the retreats and gatherings that you have, mostly from people from the States, uh, you canceled. So I kind of freaked out. Uh, but by end May, uh, the numbers start getting, getting better here in Portugal. Restrictions start to slow down. And we honestly have been full from May until mid-September. Oh, that's great. Uh, yeah, so it was really good. Uh, again, like, we, we can't complain. You know, we were not prepared because we didn't hire anyone because we didn't know if there was going to be reservations. So it was mostly us the whole summer, so we worked hard. Um, but, yeah, we're very lucky of where we are. How many rooms is the hotel? So now we have a house with four rooms. 
and another house with one room each. So it can fit around six people uh, because the smaller house can go until with four people. We had mostly in the beginning, only families and groups of families, just groups of friends, just renting the whole place, you know, and, and people, of course, like it's just interesting to see people arriving here, are very tense, everyone with their masks. They didn't really want a lot of interaction. And then, you could see that people just needed space and to be near to nature. And after two days, they were totally cool and relaxed. So most of the season, we have dads, like big families coming and taking the whole place. And, you know, they, they needed to find a safe place to, to gather. And then by the end of the summer, we start having more like couples and individual groups and uh, like even solo travelers. Are most of the people from Lisbon? Most of the people are from Portugal. We had a few foreigners, but very few. Also because in Europe, it's so complicated the situation right now that every country is doing their own rules and every day is changing. So people can't really venture that much. That's what I was going to ask you because I've been looking into it because, of course, you know, I'm dying to travel. But... Uh, if I was to go to, say, Portugal, and would I have to do 14-day quarantine? And if I do 14-day quarantine in Portugal, does that mean I have to do it again if I go to Spain or if I go to Germany? How does that work? Good question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I thought that Americans are not even allowed in Portugal for tourism yet. Well, okay, maybe you're right. I don't know. That's I don't know. You might yeah, be right. You know, I feel you because I had to go to New York to solve like a, a really important issue. They needed my my signature. I had some some searches to take care of there, so I had to go. And I was calling the airlines, the embassy, and no one knew what to tell me. Uh, do I need to quarantine? Am I even uh, allowed to, to get in? Uh, it came to the point that I arrived to the airport in Lisbon with my boarding pass and I've asked the people at the gate and they didn't know, I swear. So the people at the airport didn't even know? If you... They didn't know, yeah. So wow. in the, they, they were demanding a COVID test uh, on my return, which I had to do in New York. Um, but as far as I know, Americans are not allowed for tourism in Portugal yet. So when you flew to New York last week, did, uh, what happened when you arrive in the, in New York, they just let you uh, into the yeah, city? Yeah, they just let me in. Yeah, they just <laughs> let me in. <laughs> well, you know, like the, the, the law says like whoever is a legal resident can get in, which I am. Uh, no, I didn't have any problem. It was more complicated to come back to Portugal because I needed to have this COVID test, which has to be done 72 hours before the boarding. But no lab guarantees you that. So at least I've got like 30 labs and no one guarantees you that. And I was kind of also like freaking out, like what if it's positive, what will I do while I live here now? But well, it, 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 it all went good in the end, apart from the fact that being in New York was really weird and sad. I want to ask you about that too, because yeah. th this week, 
or next week I was supposed to go to New York uh, for fun. I had a, I got a, I bought a cheap ticket uh-huh. last year and I picked October because October is like the best month <laughs> to be there. So I said, well, I'll just go for a week in New York and see friends and, uh, but I canceled it because, you know, yeah. difficult. Yeah. And also, the cities, all cities really during a pandemic are the worst place to be. Yeah. You know, because uh, you know, I don't want to go to New York where every, everything is closed. You know, if I can't go to a restaurant or the theater or, or uh, bars or, you know, or yeah. ride, afraid I to know, ride the subway. All, I know. So I what know, was it like? All. What was it like when you oh, got... It was really heartbreaking. I was not prepared. Uh, Manhattan is, is like a ghost town. You know, so many restaurants and so many businesses closed. That really broke my heart. And then the restaurants that are still open, you can all, all only dine outside. At least that was the situation. Yeah, it's the same here. here. It's the same here yeah, in so, LA. You know, everyone improvised like a little outdoor area. And of course, like New Yorkers, just just like every single restaurant has at least like uh, two little tables outside. But that cannot compensate for the business that they lost inside. Right. The areas are small. And it was already starting to get chilly when I was there. So I don't think for how long can they, can they dine outside. I know. We at least have yeah. weather here. You know, the the weather is easier yeah, here to yeah. dine outside. But uh, yeah. you know, I feel it. But still, it's going to get uh, it's going to get worse. You, you know, know, I think. I feel like you guys have more outdoor space, have bigger houses. I've heard so many sad stories of friends that live on their own that are like three months, like on a little studio. Uh, being terrified of getting home, like with sirens on and off, like every single day. No, I felt very lucky yeah. compared to my my old roommate in Brooklyn. Yeah, is still is still there, you know, and he's uh, he has a a fire escape, you know, and that know. that's his outside space. I know, you know? and that know. was for months and months during bad weather, and I went, wow, that I at least I can just uh, you know I can ride my bike on the beach or something you know yeah. no new york was stuff and so many people left the city it's like i think like half of my friends left the city and um i, I don't know how especially really restaurants and small business owners are going to survive uh, in the winter that's really sad and you know new york is all about gathering people and meeting new people right and yeah that's not happening and what I felt like everything was complicated because people are really scared to be with other people so I had to meet all my friends individually because no one really wants to get together and you also can't because you can't just gather everyone at the big place uh did you did you ride the subway at all I did ride the subway um and it was weird, you know, at some point there was like this crazy guy that starts begging for money and someone gave him food. So he took his masks out and started literally spitting on everyone. Oh, God. So, <laughs> uh, oh. so how does... Yeah, I mean, you are crazy. That is, it's extreme, you know. It's yeah, extreme. yeah. <laughs> so is um, Lisbon similar in that way? Is still kind of, is it sad? <laughs> smaller city and I also think that really here the government really contained and did such a strict lockdown in the beginning 
some other situation. We never had like such a big spike of, of cases, of course, like everyone was concerned, but we didn't got any near to the numbers of Spain or Italy or uh, other countries. So now after the summer, because people were much more relaxed, there was a, a spike of cases again, and there's a bit more of restrictions. Uh, I don't think it's as bad, of course, like for mostly for the business in the center of Lisbon, they lost a lot because there's no tourism. Uh, what happened in terms of tourism, and you know, Portugal have uh, a huge spike of tourism in the, in the last 10 years, and it became like one of the biggest industries for the country. So what happened this year is like cities like Lisbon and Porto like had no one, but everyone was coming like to places more into the inside, more in the countryside like ours. All the hotels here in the area were totally full. Uh, how, are, how are the beaches like uh, the Algarve coast doing? Uh, well, Algarve was very, very strong hit because uh, their main market is the uh, UK and UK put huge restrictions and then they relieved the restrictions for a little bit. We got a bunch of English people coming and after two weeks, they put obligatory quarantine again. Yeah. So everyone got back home. So they're suffering a lot. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the whole industry is, of tourism is serving a lot. I, I think... You know, it was good to be in Europe here and have a government that kind of takes care of you a little bit. And yeah, what's that like? I know. I'm what's sorry. that like? What? Tell me about your health care more, too. <laughs> I, know, I know, but you really feel it, you know, like there was there's been a lot of incentives and, and, and supports. Uh, I don't know if it will be enough. Um Let's see how next spring goes. I think that's where everyone is with their head. Uh, again, but you know, restaurants are still open. For instance, uh, with limited seating, but restaurants are working uh, inside. The bars are opening like less. Our gyms are working. So um, I think the restrictions are not as bad as you guys have there or in so many other countries. Uh, but we see a very immediate reaction depending on the, uh, on the numbers. So, you know, I hope the worst has passed, but who knows, right? Yeah. Uh, have you been to any other countries in the EU? No, uh, since this? No. No, no, we've been so busy since we arrived, like just the two <laughs> And we've been like really working super hard, not getting out of here. I have to go to Lisbon like a couple of times. And I really felt that we're kind of living in a happy bubble here because, you know, such a small town. We only get out to go get groceries and I go get groceries directly to the producers, you know, like to the lady that has the goats and does the cheese in the back of her house and back to the farmer's. Uh, not even to the farmer's market, to the farmer's place. They're just getting veggies out of the ground and giving it to us. Uh, so we don't feel it as much here. When every time, I have these two times that I have to go to Lisbon, you understand why people arrive here so tense, of course, and you understand that it's, it's a very different scenario when you're in a, a city with a lot of population and people have to go on public transportation and they have big buildings. It's a totally different scenario from what we have here. 
How far outside of Lisbon are you? Uh, it's uh, one hour, 45 minutes drive. Okay. Hmm. So you go maybe once or twice a week? Uh, that we go to Lisbon? No. I've been to Lisbon twice since I'm here. Oh, <laughs> well, that's it. In the beginning, you know, the, uh, uh, in, the, in the first months, we were going like every week just to get construction material. Now we have everything that we need here. We, we... <laughs> <laughs> so for people who are thinking about opening a small hotel, what is your advice? What is my advice? Well... <laughs> Be prepared to work very hard and, you know, like wear so many ads. We, you know, like in the beginning, like we're doing the cleaning, the laundry, uh, the cook, but still doing a lot of the cooking, actually. Uh, the finance, the accounting, um, socializing with clients, but it's, it's all rewarding. Of course, if you like that kind of life, uh, it's, so rewarding, you know, to make that people come here and have a good time and enjoy an experience and get to know a bit of the culture. And we just love to hang out with the guests and tell them about the food and the wine and the region. And the more we're here, the more we found out about this region. And it's it's really rewarding to see how people are relax and they don't want to get home and they appreciate the little details that we put, you know, like in the room. Uh, I have to say, I never felt this sense of purpose. And I was so, so scared in the beginning. I'm, I still am, but I feel more and more confident. So it's very scary, of course, to get out of your comfort zone and jump on something totally new, especially if you're not experienced or have, you know, like uh, a bunch of money, uh, like, <laughs> uh, which is not our case at all. It's scary, but if you have a business plan, that kind of makes sense overall. And you run it through some people that are business savvy and they tell you you're good to go and they give you good advice, like just do it. So now that uh, the first time I interviewed you, Cam was with you, yeah. your American husband. But now that, he's not, <laughs> now that he's not in the room, tell me how he is adjusting to Portugal. Uh, actually, he adjusted pretty fast. Well, his Portuguese is still terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask about that. That's terrible. To follow Portuguese? Oh no, it's, it's terrible. Yes, next time we should have him. Um, <laughs> he didn't a lot of time. He doesn't have like a lot of time just to study, and most of the guests, I have to say, speak good English. But you know, when I'm not here, he survives. So he goes around and he gets his stuff done. So he has enough vocabulary to survive. Uh, <laughs> but I have to say, actually, for both of us, it's. We thought that we were going to have like a, an adaptation period. We didn't. We just got here and there was so much work to do. And we just dive into it. And uh, now we just don't imagine ourselves living in a small apartment in a crowded city again. It's, it's kind of amazing how like your mindset changed. Because I've always lived in small apartments in big cities. Yeah, me too. <laughs> we're like, there's no way we have to make this work. Uh, because we can go back to a big city uh, again. So have you had time to surf? 
Uh, oh, <laughs> that's that's the problem. I think since we got here, we went to surf like ten times, maybe. Oh. <laughs> 15 minutes from here, but especially now. Well, in the, the beginning, they, uh, Portugal locked down the beaches as well. We couldn't go into the beach until May. And then that's when uh, the tourists started to come. So we actually, we didn't have time. We're always too exhausted. Now since September, we start going a little bit more. And oh. go more, more and more often. So... <laughs> So what is it's it's great and there's amazing beaches and uh, we we definitely going to explore more of that. So how do you open a hotel now in the age of TripAdvisor and Yelp and Instagram and all this stuff? What is the, what? How do you market your hotel? Oh, we're we're still learning <laughs> a lot. I don't know how much I, I can. Uh, tell about that well what we're doing you know it's like the basic you put it on booking airbnb we have our own website we put a lot on our own website um good thing you live with a uh, a photographer photographer yeah that helps. my brother again like it's a totally a family work my brother is working us with all the branding we change the logos he's helping us with the website and the communication and uh, you know a lot of Facebook and Instagram, you have to do it, right? Uh, and again, like there's so many beauty around us. It's not even difficult. And it, there's there's so many interesting things happening. You know, there's a really interesting community around uh, people that move in to, from the big city to, to here, to like to do all kind of, you know, artisanal products, sustainable farming, um, sustainable cosmetics, people that, that really care about the region and don't just want to exploit it and to try a little bit to tell those stories in our in our social networks as well. Uh, yeah, that's, that's how we've been doing, basically, and more and more just trying to get in contact, you know, like with journalists and travel agencies. Uh, we'll hope to do a bit more of research now. How long do most people stay at the hotel? It really, really depends. Uh, many people come for a weekend from Lisbon. Uh, but during the summer, we have people staying here for 10 days. Uh, there's really, there's so much to do in this region that you can do different things, you know, every day. You can have the wineries, you have so many beaches around. You have the hiking trails, uh, to have like beautiful land, landscape. You can do a different one every day. Um, yeah, in the summer, in like, let's say June to August, we have people staying here like average maybe one week. I'll say that's kind of the, the ideal and then sometimes you especially now that is kind of low season and many people come to do the trails or they just really want to get to know the the whole Alentejo area and they stay by one or two nights okay well give me your website again so it's uh quintacamarena.com quinta camarena i'll put up a, uh, a yeah, link thank you thank as you well. so much yeah it's a who's, constant work in progress <laughs> who's doing who's doing most of the cooking oh i am you yeah. are i am yeah <laughs> uh, yeah it's surprising i i think i'm good people seem to enjoy it <laughs> uh, the thing is like i was trying to I was trying hard to find someone that had uh, that could do uh, kind of cooking using totally local produce, you know, a bit from the region, but like with an international twist and healthy. 
and I couldn't really find anyone as I want. Everything was very much like our chefs, very much old cuisine, and I want something like really raw. Uh, but again, uh, raw and like in the sense of authentic and uh, you know like real food, like rice that looks like rice. <laughs> Started to do it myself, and I started looking, uh, calling my my friends and uh, uh, my parents, and asking like for the best recipes. And uh, I've been practicing a lot here. Like we have a lot, we have many friends coming before the season started as well. And I've been doing most of the cooking, um, and people really like it. But the thing is, have we have so many good good products here, and when you have you know good ingredients, you don't really need to do a lot. Like the veg, the vegetables here, like we're surrounded by by fruit trees all over the property. Uh, the quality of the products is really good, so you don't have to try that hard. So for guests when they come, are do they get three meals or do they, is that included in the price? Uh, well, they can. We do different kinds of packages. For instance, now in the retreat, the whole three meals were included. When we have the meals included, they try to do something different, not always having have dinner here, but also, you know, go to small uh, local restaurants, family owned that, give you like kind of uh, an idea of like, like the real traditional restaurant here. We have some agreements with some local chefs. Sometimes we take them like to their place and have a private session. Um, we take, I like to take clients like to the wine tasting around. Uh, there's, there's a lot of activities like uh, connected with food that you can do around here. Uh, sounds like so much work for you. <laughs> yeah, which is a lot of fun. <laughs> So what is, how do you think the, uh, the autumn and the winter is going to be in, in uh, not only for you, but for Portugal and in Europe um, for tourism? Right. It, it, that's, that's a very hard one. I don't think no one knows. Uh, on our side, we're not pushing too much because we're doing construction right now. Uh, we're building like eight more rooms. We're building a new uh, lounge area, uh, so it's 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 kind of, it's a little bit messy right now until early spring. Um, I think it's going to be tough right now. Honestly, I don't think people will travel. I think people have traveled in the summer because they couldn't be at their homes anymore and they really needed to get out. But I think like now the numbers start increasing a little bit and probably. People will stay more at home. Well, I'm—I don't know what it's like there, but around here, um, like you said, places outside the city, like outside of New York in the Hamptons or upstate, or here in Palm Springs and things like that, the the real estate is going up yeah. because people are, like you said, are leaving the city and they want more space. Yeah. Uh, do you see any the prices for property going up by you? I did, that was a trend that was already happening and you know it was also one of the reasons that we rushed in buying and, and getting here uh, I think real estate in, in, proper, in Portugal was really going up the trend now it's exactly it will go up more in the countryside while prices in Lisbon are getting lower uh, I think that's, that's a trend all over right people will appreciate like being more Close to nature and uh, well also they're realizing they can work 
remotely. Remotely, yeah. So they say, well, we don't need to be in the city all week long. You know, it's, if I have to go into the city one day and do my meetings and then come back and then do Zoom like this or, you know, just work yeah. online. So I think you're going to see that all over the world, really. Yeah, you know, I, I hope at some point uh, that this whole pandemic is going to bring some good things out of it. And one is people being more like respectful for nature, understanding what, what we're doing to this world, right? Like can't really go on and, and try to go a bit more back to the roots. And um, in terms of work, yeah, you don't need probably to get into a car and go to a crowded office every day. And uh, I think the social part of work is, is still very important and it's important people get together, but probably don't need to do it like every single day, right? Yeah. Let's see, let's see what I'm very curious to see uh, what will us as humans learn will this, you know, I hope uh, there's going to be a good outcome. I hope that people learn something and this doesn't just pass and we'll get back to, to what we were because cities were overpopulated, you know, and uh, there was a crisis of over-tourism already in Lisbon, as you have, like, in so many different places of uh, Italy or in, in Manhattan, you know, and people are being kicked out of their places in the city because they can't afford. Um, there's so many bad things happening, and I hope this just made us think and reflect a bit more, and it changed a little bit. That's that's what we all hope, right? That's I'm sure. That's, I like your positive <laughs> attitude. But uh, what's the weather there right now? What is the temperature? Uh, it's, it's beautiful. Uh, you know, it's uh, fall. Like, you can see, like, the trees that are getting, like, a bit yellowish. But it's, <laughs> funny. it's fresh in the morning, but now we have, like, maybe 22 degrees. How much is that in Fahrenheit? It's perfect. Yeah. No, that's nice. How much is this in Fahrenheit? It's 72 <laughs> in Fahrenheit. So. 71. Perfect. Yeah. It's about yeah. the same here in L.A. right Yeah, it's, it's very similar, you know, like temperature here in California. Yes, it's a lot more smoky here, though, right now. I know. We also but, have huge problems with fires, but more like on the north side. Uh, we have a two guys up in each school there. Oh, well, I want to visit you soon. Yeah. Uh, so... Are you trying to, to come here or to try to... I'm trying to come in everywhere. I'm trying to go everywhere, but I can't. I think the only countries right now that I know that were letting us in in, in Europe, I, know, I think Croatia was letting yeah, us in. So if I, say, flew to Croatia and took a train back across to Portugal, would they f stop me? I don't know how that works. Or can UK? I know I can go to the. My friend in the UK said I could go there, but can I go? Can I get to Portugal from the UK, or take the train to Paris and then go to Portugal? I don't know. I mean, probably you would be able because they wouldn't check your passport again if you come from a flight in the European Union, right? Like we have no customs. I I don't know. Unless. You know, got I, the feeling that I have right now in the airports and my experience when I was flying to New York is like 
no one really knows everything because the situation keeps changing every day and it's such a big mess. So I think you might be lucky. Uh, this is my problem. You know, you can just fly from the other side of the world and maybe you're here and you are not lucky. Right now they're being very restrictive with, with American citizens. Um, yeah. And for good reason, I know. But, you know, hopefully soon I will come, I can come there. Your place looks like yeah. a beautiful place. It looks like a beautiful place to quarantine for 14 days. <laughs> yeah. yeah, now it's empty, so we'll be happy to have you. If I have to do some work, if I have to do some work there, and oh, work there, off there my will be some work. There is work for everyone that comes here. <laughs> do you need a television host or a comedian? We always need a comedian. That's <laughs> a scary mic. <laughs> Every single day. <laughs> for, oh, I'm sure. I'm sure you wouldn't get bored here. Yeah. Well, thank you for doing this. I'm glad I could talk to you. It's good to get a uh, a report. Yeah, it's good to to be back here, yeah, and it's you know it's good to hear from friends in California, and uh, we hope that we go back soon as well. Yeah, uh, but and I really wanted to go back to New York, and this is also a reason that I rushed into it before November because I'm just so scared of what's going to happen. No, I know. I know exactly what you mean. I, I guess you guys are scared too. Right? Yes, we all we all are very scared. After this year, nothing surprises me anymore. Yeah, no, it, it, it has to be a good one. You need, like, we need to plan. I was talking yesterday with some friends. We just need to plan New Year's Eve and do, like, the biggest party. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. this year has to end. Yeah, yeah. I'm ready to go five years ahead or 20 or behind. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> No, what is ahead? Like, there's going to be new good things to come. We hope, and this will pass. Um, yeah, I'm sorry that I cannot help you more. Like, with uh, no, that's okay. I mean, to, to I've been asking, I've been asking around, and uh, you know, I ask people in the in the business, in the tourism business, and travel business, and like you said, no one really knows because the information is changing every day, and then one country will get another spike in cases. And uh, then they changed down. I heard like Spain might be uh, locking down again or something, or maybe Italy. Yeah, yeah, we had we had some reservations and people have to cancel because they didn't know if Madrid was going to close or not. And it, it's oh. really changing literally every day. Every day. Um, yeah, I think it's a big pressure also, you know, like for, for the media, for governments to, it's very political in, in the end right now as well, right? And yes. governments have to show that they have quickly and uh, it, it, it's hard to plan yeah i know i know but as soon as i can plan i will be back yeah please please come um, and i will stay yeah. at quinta camarena <laughs> so that's, we will yes q-u-i-n-t-a-c-a-m-a-r-e-n-a right yes <laughs> good well i have a link for people to see and everything else. But thank you for doing this. Of course, you're very welcome. It was a pleasure. It was good to see you again. You too. You too. So um, be safe. Thank you. And you uh, say hi to Cam for me. Yeah. You will probably go to California in October. You guys can catch up. Oh, is, uh, next month? October, right? October. <laughs> it is October now. <laughs> well, at least it's passing fast, you see. Yeah. <laughs> 
He's coming this month? Uh, yeah, I'm not sure of October, November. Um, okay. Yeah, maybe I'll go. Let, let's see. Again, it's hard to make plans, right? I know. <laughs> oh. well, well, if you do come, let me know. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Thank okay. It's a pleasure. Ciao, beso. Yeah. Beijinhos. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs>